Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello? 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 Yeah, there you are. Tell me something good. Yeah. It's warming up a little bit. Nose melting. Well, I'm good for that. Yeah. You know, snow is good for cleansing, but uh, beyond that, it mess with the growth of our gardens and all that other junk, you know. Yep, yep, yep. No, we've been making maple syrup the last few days. Well, how did I get some? <laughs> well, um, I guess I got to come out. You got to come get it or I can ship you a little bit of it. Yeah. I'll just wait. Yeah. Maybe if I come out there and then uh, there may be some other stuff, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, did you get the two documents I sent you? Nope. Oh, no. I know I sent them, I double-checked it, you know, so. Sure, do you there? Yeah, me and Andrew, I uh, mean, uh, me and uh, Marvin. Marvin. Oh, okay. Marvin, how oh, you doing? Andrew. Good, and you? Yeah, doing fine. Yep. So, glad you hooked up with us. <laughs> yeah, well, I've tried the last few times, but I never could get on. I, I don't know what the deal was. I, I I tried everything, and I couldn't get on, so yeah. I finally got it on. We, we never I, did, but... We never did figure that problem out, but eventually it worked itself out, so. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's working now. 
I I had to, I had to call in a couple times a night to make it work. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I was wondering if it was going to happen for me, too, because it's told me that somebody else is using that number. And then I thought, oh, I might have to redial this. But it kept on going. I I got on, and I was unmuted. Sometimes it tells me that the host can be the only one to, you know, uh, unmute me. But it all, worked, all came through all right. Well, that's the uh, second time I called in. It's like... There is a, the pin number ain't, ain't the right pin number. Oh, the yeah. next thing I know, I was on. I was on. Cool. Mm. <laughs> well, the pin number is um, three forty fifty two eighty six. Well, that's not the pin number I used. Yeah, yeah, fifty two eighty six. Mm-hmm. I got on here with one four four five three zero. Okay, that's the show ID number. Yeah, yeah, that's the show ID number. Then you have to enter the PIN number. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, I uh, I didn't do that. <laughs> that's why I couldn't get on then. Well, you must have done it on the last time around because you're on now. Huh. Yeah, I didn't. Well, well. I, I didn't use the number. Really? No, I just uh, well, simply. They, they probably just got tired of you trying so hard. They felt sorry for you, so they just put you on. <laughs> <laughs> well, they know he was invited because I sent him the invite, you know. Yeah. Which is good, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, How you cool. been doing, Andy? Well, uh, good. I'm working, of course, with uh, Shorty and Melissa, um, doing some yeah. stuff with them, and also working on uh, my federal case. I'm um, <clears throat> challenging the, um, actually, it's the Secretary of the Treasurer. Um, I've been using this process, um, and the Treasurer is the only one I didn't address. But it finally dawns on me, I said, why in the world don't I go right to the top? So um, I'm formulating a letter to, to the treasurer, which I, I sent out already, and <clears throat> wanting him to uh, confirm that, um, you know, the code is still valid today and that I am somehow liable, give evidence that I'm liable to pay for the tax. And the treasurer... The Secretary of Treasury is the only one that would have, you know, a true understanding of liability. <clears throat> uh-huh. Well, anyway, I'm going to wait for them to get in, him to get into default. Uh, he may not, but, I, you know, he may answer me. But um, if he doesn't answer me, default will be put in place. And then from that default, I want to take this to the United States Supreme Court. There you with go. Default. Yeah, with copies of his default. So. Okay, let me let me tell you uh, some information I got from the inside. Yeah. Um, I I uh, think our property taxes is going to be done, and also income tax is going to be done um, very shortly. And sure. we're we're 
we're going we're not going to be under the Federal Reserve no more. We're going to be put on gold standards. Back to gold oh, and silver right. standards. This is going uh -huh. to happen soon. Um, okay, you're talking about uh, the national effort. No, the, the United States. We're getting there. The Federal Reserve is going to be abolished very shortly. Yeah. And we're going to go back on gold and silver standards. Uh, they're going to get rid of income tax and property tax. That's when they abolish the Federal Reserve, all that will be gone. Yeah. Well, that sounds that sounds fantastic. <clears throat> Good. Yeah. yeah. Basically, it's it's really the problem right now is is the uh, corporation, the court, and how it protects its own agenda. Right, and, and that is being that is all being broke up right now. Also, they're working on that very very strong. Yeah. Uh, the, the court the courts are so corrupt. Oh, they're yeah. so corrupt. Yeah. It's terrible. Well, I hope that works because I don't really like to see the alternative have to happen. If it does, if this doesn't work, then we might have to do something else, which is, you know, most people right. don't want to think about it. But oh, I hope this works. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, it certainly is, is amazing. I've been working with this stuff ever since 1994. And, and finally, there's a large group of people starting to have their eyes opened up. And, yes, there is. You're right. Yeah. yeah. This, the people, this thing is getting, it is, it is go, growing, it's go, gaining momentum. I'll put it that way. It is growing, yeah. it is moving fast. Yeah, it is. I, that's great, great news. I'll tell you that. Yeah, it's amazing. I, I uh, went to uh, get some plumbing supplies today, and I there's a couple guys in there, and they got to talking, and I was blown away. You know, just the way the information and how people are learning what yeah. has been going on for so many years, people are waking up to this big cabal fraud. Huge, huge fraud, I'll tell you that. Yes, Incredible. and it is being exposed. The Wall Street is blowing up. What was that? Yeah. Can I be heard? Oh, Jennifer joined the group. Who's that? I'm Jennifer Brabson. I live in Florida. I'm a victim. Oh, Jennifer. Oh, yeah. I see that online now. Well, we got Marvin on from... Uh, Indiana, and we got Andrew on from uh, up in Michigan. Michigan. And your friend, Shorty. Jennifer's from yeah, Shorty. Yeah. Um, the, our case began in Tennessee because my husband <laughs> was raised in the Abington, Virginia area, which is across the street from Bristol, which is where we were briefly. But the, our case is in Tennessee. We, we got the heck out of Dodge when we realized that there was nothing we could do, nothing, <laughs> no matter yeah. what we did, what flaming hoops we jumped through, we weren't getting those kids back. It was just uh, yeah. a matter of some hearsay. Hearsay. He, the last hearing, <laughs> the judge used 
the Guardian third, what is it called, third party, you know, secondhand information. He used that as, quote, the evidence to kick us out of our children's lives. <laughs> hearsay, called hearsay evidence, not, not acceptable in court. Yep, but that's yep. what he used. It, yep. <laughs> yep. Well, was that from the interveners? Yeah, the yeah, the guardian. When the children came home, August ninth, they were very upset to have to go back to her. They had begged me vociferously uh, to get them an audience with the judge so they didn't have to go back to her. And I kept explaining to them, guys, it is my understanding, and our our attorney has advised us, just stick it out. Two days a month for the next five months, and you will. You know, pretty much, it's game over and you'll be home in January. Well, they went back to her, and Gavin was still upset. I couldn't, you know, I tried to get him, calm him down to go back to her, but she wound up turning, flipping the game. And instead of having our September visit, she called a, quote, emergency hearing, which, right, should have been within 30 days. Right now they've kicked it out until November 4th. Didn't get to see the kids. And uh, at that hearing, she proceeded to just weave a web of this is exactly what they think the judge might want to hear in order to make me mom. And here it is. We can't get a phone call. (laughs) I'm told I have, quote, superior parental rights. How is that possible? I don't even know if they've seen a dentist. I don't know if they get to school every day. I can't get through them. I can't make a phone. Yeah. (laughs) Superior parental rights, it's meaningless and you know rewind our constitutional rights were completely oh yeah yeah absolutely so perverted Um, Melissa has joined us right Melissa hi yes your story is exactly the same as mine (laughs) yeah 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 a lot of them hearsay and all she did, she never even met me. She talked to the interveners, wrote a horrible report about me, entered it into evidence, and that's what they went from. Didn't even know me. Sorry, a lot of them didn't even know me. Isn't it supposed to be the, by the witness of two or three individuals? Let a matter be made. Yep. And how how can they, how can one that's person? Right, absolutely. Yep. Hearsay yeah. evidence too. Yeah, that's two strikes yep. against the case. Well, besides yep. the whole kidnapping um, under right. the color of law. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. uh, do you have an attorney? Are you using at an attorney? Point, at this point, we lost our attorney. Um, <laughs> when okay. the case went from open to closed, our attorney would not yeah. stay on board. Well, it's okay because he couldn't win against the other guy anyway. The other guy was a snake, and our attorney was trying to do everything like by the book, yeah. as he knows. You know, he, he knew that how the judge works, and he gave us advice, and we did exactly according to his advice, and it didn't matter because the intervener was doing according to their attorney's advice, and he yeah, is right. Satan. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, hyperbole. Yeah, I'm just curious. I'm wondering if um, you did have somebody like that that you could trust is to put forth a um, counterclaim in the circuit court. Ooh. Yep, that's what a friend of ours, he's a paralegal. He's been putting together some paper, or he was 
he went to law school for two years and uh-huh. couldn't go any further. And he's able to help us with where the apostrophes go and, you know, all that stuff. He's putting together some paperwork sure. to sue them. Yeah, we're suing the Salvation Army. We're not, I mean, I've got, <laughs> I've got a yep. hundred reasons. To <laughs> and, you know, when everything is public, she's going to wish that she had just let the, let the chips yeah. fall where they were, you know. Because <laughs> the Salvation right. Army has a, a reputation to protect, right? They want to be regarded as, quote, so a branch of the Christian church. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, this is, yeah, this is going to be scathing. And, hey, she had her chance. I wrote to her numerous times and texted her and sent her letters and offered to pay her way here. We'd pay for her room and board. Come see the house. Come see what we have to offer, the playgrounds. Come to see the life that we have to offer these kids so that you could be a witness for positive. She chose this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, Well, you tried to get a hold of the clerk and talk to the clerk, and the clerk says, we got your kids. Go away. Be happy, right? That's right. Yeah, he said, we're just, every time you file a piece of paper with us, we just put it in your, your family's file. Um, <laughs> don't you have to answer it? No, no, we are under no obligation to respond to anything that you send, send to us. That's what they're saying to Melissa. Well, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's going to have to go up to the next, the next court. Uh, um, in in this lower court, it's it's just full of maggots, and I'm not saying that next court is going. Next court may not be any different. Okay, and then what? The Supreme Court only takes one in a hundred cases, is my understanding. So what happens when the circuit court? Because we already went through a stage of the game where we sent it to an appeals court, and the appeals court just put it right back on Judge Kennedy's desk. <laughs> That's yeah. the reason why we're not appealing in Melissa's case. We're doing a counterclaim. Yeah, don't, don't waste six months. <laughs> no, no. <clears throat> well, that's what I'm afraid that's of. That's what I'm they told afraid. Melissa. Yeah. They told her, that, you know, you can appeal it, but it takes at least six months to get the ball rolling. Yeah. 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 And even then, it's not guaranteed. <clears throat> Yep, and not only oh, yeah. is it not a guarantee, but that's more time that they're going to try to argue, oh, the children are bonded to this other party. We're, sorry, we're not going to get in, in, involved. They're bonded. The, the, mm-hmm. the, what's it called? Dilatory. Dilatory action where they drag it out, delay things. Sure. Yeah. Well, I hate to think of it. There is a solution, but nothing we can talk about right now. Okay. Anyway, okay. Um, can I give you my email address? Can you? That's a private. Isn't that private? Yeah. What's yeah. that? An email. Yeah, yeah. Do you have a pen? I got your email address. Shorty does. Okay. Sure, you do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you haven't sent that to me, have you? I haven't got yeah. it yet. Oh, I thought you said you, oh, had, you had her email. Have you sent that to me yet? 
Um, yes. I'm asking to offer it. If I can't say it over the air right now because of privacy, that's a good idea. But if, if I can't send it over the air right now, then yes, please give that information to Andrew. Apparently there's more to discuss. It's just not appropriate to do so at this particular venue. Well, right yeah. now, I got, I got the board lit up, and I know who's on the conference call. And so there's nobody on there but us. But, yeah, you sent it to me in the email, and I'll forward it out. Okay, can you forward it to Andrew, please? Yeah, can I do that? As soon as I get it, yeah. Oh, uh, you have my email. It's, I sent, we've been going back and forth. Yeah. I just sent you another. I sent you a blank email just to make sure you know who's who. That blank email that you just got I, right I now. Already know who is who. That's me. Okay. Let me hit my refresh button. Yeah. I got one from you that says no subject. Yeah, that's a blank email so that you know you can differentiate right. from among all the people you send stuff to. That one's me. Label it Michael and Jennifer Brabson. I got it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> if you have a pen, I'll give it to you now. If the if the technology is an issue. Yeah, I can't. You can you can send it to me. I mean, you can tell me what it is. I can. I'll take it. Okay. It's Jenny B Way to Be at Gmail dot com. That's J E N N Y B W A Y number two. Okay. Okay. Slow down a little bit. It's J E N N Y. I'll just send it. Okay. Okay. Shorty, Shorty's gonna send it to me, so I'll have it. I'll have it. Good. Good. Okay. Um. Shorty, you wanted to talk about the articles of fraud upon the court? Yeah. Yeah. Did you want to introduce that? Yeah, give me just a second here. Trying to wrap up everything here at my desk. Mail. I think I'll send it out to everyone. <clears throat> everyone should have a copy of it on his top shoe. Also. Um, this has been sent out. Has everybody else uh, seen this document now? The articles fraud upon the court. The ones that got invited to the to the uh, show tonight did get get it. I think. Okay, so everybody that's on right now has seen this. Sure. I'm going. I'm going to my inbox. Uh, tacit implied inferred understood doc I've got what's wrong with the world today Uh, well if you did send it to me it's not in my saved if you want to bounce it to me again I'll take it please 
Okay. Did Marvin get it? Should have. Not yet. You didn't get it either. Oh, okay. Wow, I'm sure I sent it. Well, I think yeah. Before we're going to have any kind of discussion on it, everybody should have it in front of them. Well, let's see what I can do. One of the things, uh, just to bring this up to your attention, one of the things that happens when you go into court, <clears throat> especially as, again, if you're a parent going in there, the judge is going to ask you if you understand the charges. And <clears throat> once you pass the threshold of, of that answer, um, it becomes more difficult to backstroke and uh, get, get things back in proper order. And it's my contention that you, when going into court as a defendant, never understand the charges. And if you do, well, you, you become you become the trustee of that corporate fiction, and the judge is wanting you to accept that trustee position. But each of us are really the beneficiaries of that. Not the trustee. So anyway, that's just. I don't just think a, they ask that too much in family court. Maybe family not. court has a different way of doing things. They just begin. Whether you're there or not, whether you understand or not, whether you're happy okay. with your court-appointed attorney, family court just does things the wrong way. We were okay. juvenile court. We didn't even call it family court. I we guess. were at least juvenile court here too. Yeah, I know in the in the um, federal realm, <clears throat> that's one of the things they do all the time. They ask you if you understand charges. <clears throat> now, they probably would do that in the circuit court. What, ha what happens if you respond, nope, I refuse to stand underneath these charges? What happens then? You wind up in jail for 10 days like they threaten? Um, no, no. Actually, what you have to do is, if you're going to not consent, you better precede that that statement by, is it not true that your own law says that I have a right not to consent without adverse substantive consequences? And then the law is Title 28, um, 6, 636, C2. Um, that's some of the basic elements that you know you really must have your head wrapped around when you're in conversation with these people, because they are going to use um, whatever they can <clears throat> uh, to make you the body attachment to this legal fiction. So, it's, isn't it true that your own law states that? I have the right to not consent? Yes, yeah. And you would say, say it this way. I, on the document that you're going to be getting from Shorty, it's, uh -huh. you'll find that on page six. Okay. And it's title, yeah, I never yeah, that one. yeah, it's title 28, section 636. 
<laughs> is there a dot there, like Title 28 dot or dash 636E2? Um, it, yeah, it's Title 28. It's got Section 636. Oh, that section. Okay, yeah, sec, SEC, yeah, Section 636, Friends C, Friends 2. And what I did when I was in court, that's exactly what I said. I said, your own law says I have a right not to consent without adverse substantive consequences. In other words, I have not consent without you, without having any, you know, you can't undermine my immunity. Now, I don't know in this document, I don't think I have it there. I don't, yeah, I don't see it anywhere in this here document, but there's also one that I also repeated to them as Title 28. 1604, where I have the right not to waive immunity from the court. Okay. That's Article 4, Section 2. Uh, that's that's um, Title 28, Section 1604. Now, I'll, I'll send you some of this information. Um, so that you can get it, get your head, and then just you know study it so you can get a little better idea on how to present yourself, because the court is under is really a corporate entity, is a corporation, and if right. you can really head around that idea, if you're going to go to Walmart, which is a corporation, um, you can get a contract. My call dropped for 30 seconds there. I had a 30-second oh. blank spot. I'm sorry. Okay. What, what did we miss? What you asking me? Um, <clears throat> would you please back up about 30 seconds? I had a 30-second blank spot where I didn't oh. have any audio. <clears throat> sorry. Oh, okay. Uh, I also said to the – I was also you – know, when I was in front of the judge, I also brought to his attention that under Title 28, Title, uh, section 1604, it states that I have a right not to waive immunity from this court. And I put it in a question for it. Question, doesn't your own law state that I have a right not to waive immunity? And, or, and then the other side is not consent. So when you question them, you put them, you become the master. Um, it's the servants that answer the questions. And the master is the one who asks the questions. Lovely. Um, so if you can formulate your relationship and correspondence with the court, attempt to put things into a question format so that you give the court a chance to validate their claim. Rather than you making statements as to who you are, question the court as to who they are. And one of the one of the things I, I just struck me a couple of days ago, and I think I mentioned it earlier, but <clears throat> it has to do with when you're in front of the judge, everybody, all the witnesses have to um, swear to tell the truth. My uh -huh. question is, did the judge take a sobriety test this morning? Did the judge take a a um, drug test before he appeared on this uh, the, at the bar? Um, mm -hmm. And there's there's a number of questions that could be asked the judge because it would he would have to validate his position 
And if he can't validate he had a drug test proving that he wasn't on, on drugs, then how would you know you would ever get a righteous decision? True. Anyway, that's that's just some dialogue that I've thought about that if you know push come to shove, I would ask the judge some of this stuff. Okay. One of the well, everyone should have those documents. I'm saying uh, Marvin okay. and uh, Jennifer are copying the documents. Okay. If you've got them, you can go to page um, 6, paragraph 16. Okay. There, you'll find Title 28 there. Now, me, uh, this is... <clears throat> I want to caution you on this because what? under the pop, popular opinions of the court, they will tell you that all this is about is accepting the magistrate. Accepting the magistrate or not accepting them. But I thought, Which document are you looking at, Andrew? Paragraph Which document? Which document? The one that you brought up. Oh, the fraud upon the court? The articles of fraud. I see it. The one, 28 USC, one that you, section 1662. Do, do you see it there? I've got to yeah. get it up here first. <clears throat> Last page. It's looking on footnotes. Yeah. Footnotes on page, page six. Paragraph 16. Now, everything I've read on this, and well, I've got I don't to have, I mean, let's see here. Just a second. Okay, that's four or seven. Five or seven. Okay, I got it. Six or seven. I got it's it. A paragraph 16. Yeah. Got it. Right. Now, everything that I've ever read on this, it has to do with only one thing they say. They tell me, from their from from their perspective, is it's just a matter of a person uh, able to cons consenting to accept a magistrate. That's all this is about. But I, I will. I'll, it's going to read this carefully. I want to prove to you that that's not the only case here. It says, if a magistrate is designated to exercise civil jurisdiction under paragraph one of this of this uh, exercise, uh, such to, uh, excuse me, of this. I don't think I miss it. I must have a I must have a word missing there. Yeah, yeah I'm gonna double check that. Yeah, exercise such jurisdiction. The decision of the parties shall be communicated to the clerk of court. All right, now, that's, let's just say that was all done and that was settled. But now, thereafter, now you notice how this works? The decision should be communicated with the court. But now they move forward. Now, thereafter, either the district court judge or the magistrate may again advise the parties of the availability of the magistrate. Now, why would the magistrate Give you um, advise you to accept the magistrate. 
if you're in front of a magistrate, you're in front of them. No. All right, but now it's just if, if you're in front of them. Now, the other thing is thereafter, excuse me, magistrate, all right, availability of the magistrate. At this point, the decision of accepting the magistrate or the district court judge is completed. Then it's, now, that's my take on it. Now, but in doing so, shall also, and I, I, I put this in parentheses here, this is an addition, advise the parties that they are free to withhold consent without adverse substantive consequences. Yeah, that's now, not this what is, they do. No, that's not no. That's not what they accept. They, they ignore that particular phrase right there. Now, it says, rules of court for references of, of civil matters to magistrates shall include procedures to protect the voluntariness of the party's consent. Now, <clears throat> if, you, if you take that sentence apart, that complies with exactly parallels what it says in Title 28, 1604. I don't have it in here, but you have a right not to waive immunity from the court. I don't that, know what that sentence means. Don't you want to be immune from the court? Diabolical? You, uh, you have a right not to waive immunity. You don't want to, you have a right not to um, forsake, forsake your immune status. You are immune from yeah. that court. And you have a right not to waive that immunity, not to discount, discharge, disc, discount that immunity. Okay. That's, that site I just read to you parallels this one. And you have a right to withhold your consent without adverse substantive consequences. Okay, so there are similar statements. There are similar statements, correct. And, and if, you, if you pick that... If you study that particular paragraph that we just went over here carefully, you'll see how um, twisted that whole paragraph has has become. But it's par uh, it parallel 1604. It's never. This is something that your lawyer that you're paying thousands of dollars to should have to tell you. Hey, um, you know, you have a right to not consent to these proceedings. You have a right to. Yeah, not waive immunity. To, oh, yeah, to right. maintain immunity from this court. Why don't they tell you that? Mm -hmm. That's right. They, yeah. they won't tell you that. Uh -uh. <clears throat> so these are, these are things that are the two anchor points. Now, I use both of these sites upon the judge. Now, when I said to this judge, I use this site, he didn't tell me I didn't know what I was talking about. He didn't say that at all. Oh, yeah. He didn't say not at all. He knew what I was talking about. Then when I used the other site of 1604, mm -hmm. he said to me a little bit later on, he says, well, Mr. Allen, he says, that site has to do with states. States. And I says, I know. I says, um, and regarding the definition of a state, I said, I more than qualify. And he shuts right up. Now I I'll give well, you some information. We are we are state, foreign states. We are the state. We, the people comprise the state. Uh, the people are are also people are also singular and plural. 
That's right. See, we Bill Thornton talking about that. Yeah, yeah. We're a foreign state, and I'll I'll send you some of that material that you have to kind of study and get your head wrapped around their legal language. Because yes, a person, <clears throat> all titles are against a, uh, a person, and a person under their own definition is considered a slave. <laughs> yeah. That's the Fourteenth Amendment, right? That's yeah. That's Fourteenth Amendment. Yeah. No. <laughs> the citizen. That Fourteenth Amendment concerns the citizen. You can. Fourteenth Amendment per- is is a person born. If you read it, it says every person born. Where I w- I'm not a person born. I'm a man that was born. A male that was born. Okay. Person. And they'll, by definition, and, their own, and even um, Webster's definition of a person, it has the status of a slave. Wow. Wow. Yep. Now we know. So, this is all the stuff I was in a civics class, right? A big pardon? Is this all material that one would have learned in a civics class if civics were taught? No, no. Physics, uh, civics is, is not, no, this is part of the twisted language from the waters above the firmament and waters below the firmament. Are you familiar with that in, in Genesis? I've, yeah. All right. There's a there's a firm, and lawyers belong to the firm. Okay. There's water above it. There's a language above, and there's a language below. Okay. It's, uh, uh, the, the serpent speaks with a forked tongue. Two levels yeah. he speaks from. And when we think, when, if, if if he's speaking, and you you can't understand anything because you're not legally competent. To understand, only he is. Only the serpent no. is. Uh, the, the only the attorney, which is oh. party to the circle, right? Only the attorney has the ability legally to understand anything. He has a duty to understand. When we get in that court, I don't understand. This is not my environment. I'm not from this. I'm not from this world. And Jesus said that this is not my world. If, yeah. if, it, if it was my kingdom, my, my people would fight. It was a matter of confronting the lie. And Jesus talks about that, you know. You were of your father from the beginning, who was, who was a liar from the beginning. Right. We're still dealing with that same serpent. Now we have a, generations of them. <clears throat> well, you ready to go over this document? Yep. What I did was I incorporated some of the language that you had already put together and made it look in the appearance that I did. We'll, I'll get it up to the top here in just a minute. Well, you have you added at the top articles of fraud upon the court. Right. 
And then I put affidavit of facts. Yeah. Okay. okay. That's what you did. Okay. And then we got fraud upon Morgan. See, we got fraud upon the Morgan County Juvenile Court. And the affidavit in objections to kangaroo court and the moot action. I just left all that because that, that was all good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But see, this is the first time that we've actually had it in this format. And this is the one that we can send out. And I got a, did you get a copy <clears throat> of the list of people that we could potentially send to? Okay. No. You say this is the only time, you're, you're saying this is the only time you put the articles at the, at the top because everything else is what I put in, I put in place. You know what you're saying? Well, yeah, because this is not actually a court brief. This, this is a list of the articles of fraud upon the court. Yeah. That's right. And, yeah. and so it's a statement to all those involved. And so... We're going to do the governor on down in Alabama, and then we're going to make sure that once everyone gets a copy, that they'll have a list of all the people that have a copy. See, what they want to do is they want to shut us up. And like the attorney told Melissa, you want to repeat what he said about the confidentiality law? He just said everything in juvenile court is confidential. Don't be talking about it. Don't be posting it. Don't post any documents. Or there could be a gag order issue, or I could get in a lot of trouble. But he refused to show me the law that said that. That's right. And so now, with this, plus a good letter to whom it may concern, attached, this is actually an attachment, the Articles of Fraud, is actually going to be an attachment to go along with the uh, the documents that they presented in the court with the inconsistencies. Okay. Do yeah. we have yeah. Do we have those highlighted, Melissa? Highlighted? What do you mean? Highlighted. The the, uh, the articles of inconsistencies. Uh, I have them. Yeah, there's, I, I've had them someplace too. Not with this here, though. But I mean, they're listed in here. <clears throat> not in no specific order, but right. right. I know they're not in any specific order, but the moment that we get ready to do it, we're going to have to uh, put it in documentation form, right? And uh, and line it up. You know, we got a couple of days before Friday. If we get it done by Friday, great. If not, Monday. But one way or the other, we're going to put this out, and a lot of people are going to know about it, and that uh, I can just see them, you know, scrambling to try to get at least 30 people, hey, why don't you be quiet about this? Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're done. The, document, the inconsistency document's done. Okay. Well, you know, that was the thing when I was on the Board of Directors for AFRA, the American Family Rights Association, and the new president there decided that AFRA had to own everything. And so what they did was they made a resolution that says any group that has the AFRA name in it 
has got to have one of the AFRA board of directors as a co-owner on that group. And there was one group out of uh, Arizona that Kathy was running. It was called the AFRA Eagle Group. And so when I told her about that there, she goes, well, what should I do? I said, well, just go ahead and change it to the USA Eagle Group. And so as soon as she did that, then AFRA wasn't a part of the title. The group was still there with all the people and everything. So then the conversation on the board of directors came to my attention because I was on the board. I heard that uh, well, she stole our group and she took all our members and done all this here. And I'm like, really? I don't <clears> think so. I'm not blind nor am I stupid. It looks like some sort of uh, theft that's going on here. And then the uh, president went and commented to me, and he goes, well, everyone's talking about this. What do you think we ought to do? I said, well, collectively together, what I would do is you and I can go in there and make statements. Oh, no, no, no. Let's, not, let's leave it lay low, and maybe if, if we're quiet long enough, it'll just fade away. Mm -hmm. That was the whole thing. And that's what we got here in Melissa's case. You know, it's not a board of directors, but it's got this uh, corrupt court that's wanting this thing to go away. You know, yeah. that's the reason why they use that confidentiality law, but the confidentiality law doesn't apply to parents. It only applies to professionals and practitioners. And that being the case, they have to be quiet because it's somebody else's kid. <clears throat> but when it's your kid and your livelihood, you better be dang sure that you need to speak loudly on this, and that's what yeah, we're hoping they, they to have, do. Yeah, no, they have no jurisdiction over the man or the woman, period. And it's by your silence, you've been consent, or you understand who you are, and you stand up and let them know that you are the principal. You are the conventional person. Um, you're not part of the illusion. You're the real party in interest, not not the illusion, which is the only person that's ever presented on any of their documents, which is a corporate fiction. Well, that's why I left the opening statement up here. Now comes the undersigned Melissa May, Sui Juris, the conventional person, the autographer, the woman, the living soul, the principal by special appearance. Okay? Yeah. And then when I'm done, I need to change that there to now states the following. We'll work on this and try to get this together, and then we'll send out another copy after we've had some time to review it and go over it and, and to put it in this formatting, you know? Remember to look See, at number 16, because... That sentence was disjointed. And the footnote? Do what? On Remember number 16? Yeah, we encountered a sentence that was... Oh, I was a copy yeah. editor yeah. for my newspaper. Yeah, that was down the last one. It's a... Yeah, on number, number 16? Yeah. It contains there's a, incoherent right. sentence in its introduction. Yeah. Uh, number six, well, we had a, 
Number six? Okay. Uh, well, if you know where it is, you know, if you know where it is there, Andrew, just grab it. You know what to do. No, I will anyway. look at it. That's, that's, yeah, pay, yeah, item number 16. Let me clarify that. Let me look at it. I think I'm missing a word in there. <clears throat> the magistrate okay. designated to exercise civil jurisdiction under paragraph one of this exercise, comma, one would think, such jurisdiction, blah, 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 blah. it almost sounds like it needs <laughs> to, to finish that sentence before the period. There's a period after the word jurisdiction, but it almost sounds like it has to have a comma after the word exercise, and such yeah. jurisdiction, blah, 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 blah. The decision of the party shall be communicated to the clerk of the court, or however it's supposed to be worded. I don't know what the original says. So <laughs> I can't. Uh, you're, are, you reading, are you reading from paragraph 16? Yeah. Okay. I will, I will pull that book back out, and I will double-check that, make sure I didn't miss a word. Yeah, that would be good. Out 28 back Well. Out. Too many words. You, you'll be able to just reference back to the original. That's all. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's all I'll do. I may have skipped a word there. Hey, Melissa. Huh? <clears throat> what day was that we filed that action in the upper court? Was that Tuesday? In the upper court? Yeah. Yesterday. Tuesday. Mhm. Mm Okay, so by Friday, that gives them three days, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, and we could go back down there and see if there's a response to that. Was you able to get a, a hold of the uh, <coughs> the appeals court to get a copy of the uh, rap sheet on that? No, but I got a response from Richard Shelby. Okay, and remind me who he is? The senator. <clears throat> okay, and? He said it's outside his jurisdiction. He wants you to contact the state representative um, and the governor. <laughs> like I did already. Thank you. Yeah, they all want to wash their hands. That's, that's not my cup of tea. You know, we're not involved in that. Yep, yep. <clears throat> I have I, well, the church I was going to. Uh, there was two uh, two attorneys in that church, and I confronted uh, one of them, and I brought up the issues that were inconsistent with law that they were that the, the court was engaged in, and um, he backs off. He, he he couldn't refute what I was saying, but he turns around True. and says, "Well, he says, um, yeah, but Andy, they're the ones that have the guns now." Here's here's a guy who professes to um, be a Christian, and he realizes yeah. that it is a corrupt system, and he's making his livelihood within a system that denies the truth. Yep. Oh yeah. That's pathetic. Mm -hmm. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, I think we had a good conversation. I'm glad that everyone came when they did. I wish we could have got more. I'm trying to get more people involved, but they're too scared to talk about their case. 
Well, that, that's just the bottom line there, you know. Yeah. Uh, one gal is going to have a program on Saturday, and she's reluctant to allow me to have the communication uh, numbers and everything for Saturday. But if, if something comes up and she does, I'm I'm willing to share it, and we can all jump on her program and and try to uh, hammer out some issues on there. Maybe I don't know. We just have to see, you know. We need to get somebody who has success. <laughs> we need to get somebody who has beat this and duplicate it. <laughs> Unless are we the are we the 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 what's the word prototype? Are we the, the po- we're the point point people. We're on point. We're the point I mean, at the point. So yeah. We're the yeah, we're hoping we're doing it right. Maybe the well, the, the thing of it is, I did win in the court on my case. I won, but my family was trashed. And that's why I'm trying to expedite everything I'm doing for Melissa at this point. As long as I got communication between me and Melissa and what things ought to be done and uh, we can come to some kind of agreement, we can continue to work. And the sooner we get this over with, the better. Mine, it took over two years to get the case dismissed, all the so-called criminal allergy where they try to make me into a criminal child abuser. Uh, That was all dismissed, you know. But after being dismissed, a couple years later, I found out the difference between dismissed with prejudice and without. And so by the time I got to looking up the case, the judge had ordered it sealed and they put a security level three on it because they didn't want anyone to know the activities that were in that case. And that's what they're trying to do with Melissa. Look, don't talk about it. Just go away and be happy, you know? Yeah. Everything everything is gonna be okay. They're, the kids the kid your kid's gonna be with the grandparents, you know, whatever. Whatever they're thinking ain't working, you know, and that's just the bottom line there, you know. So, well, if everyone's good and there's nothing else that needs to be said, no more questions, then uh, we can go ahead and I'll uh, turn the mic off and then we'll go from there and we'll get together another time. Hey, Shorty, make sure you send that um, email to me, okay? Yeah, I will. Okay. Yeah. And did the, did the documents that you filed in the case that you had dismissed, can they be altered to just for this circumstance? <laughs> Would they be helpful? That's um, a success story. That's what do you mean, mine? Shorty? Shorty would be. It, you, you're talking about in my case? Yeah, you said that you were able to get a case dismissed, which, you know, if it, if we were to put them in parallel terms, your case are... Okay, well, let, let me explain what I meant by what I said, okay? Okay, they start off with the, the action is abuse and neglect, which is very vague, okay? And then they come around, and when you become educated, then they have to file other charges against you. 
And so they filed criminal child abuse charges against me. And so that I had to deal with in criminal court. That's in the 11th Circuit Court. And that was the main thing that I wanted to get rid of. But in the process of getting rid of that, the uh, DJO's attorney, John Smith, made a statement in the court that says, Your Honor, we got a slight dilemma. We don't have any evidence of any wrongdoings by either one of the parents, and we'd like to have two weeks to amend the petition and then come back. And I'm thinking, okay, I can wait two weeks. Now they just admitted they don't have any wrongdoings. They they can't keep pushing this and keeping my kids. And so that being the case, two weeks later we came back, and they came back with a new petition filing a status offense. And the status offense, when I looked it up, says that there is something wrong that the parents can't resolve and the state still needs to have jurisdiction in order to be able to address the issue. And I'm like, well, how can I fight something that I don't even know what they're saying is the problem, you know? And so I stuck with fighting the criminal charges, and I ended up uh, holding the prosecutor's feet to the fire until I actually got a court date. And on that court date, I'm sitting downstairs on the bench monitoring the doors. My wife and two of my pro-life friends were in the courtroom ready to call me if they called the case. And so we're trying to find the prosecutor. And so the lawyer comes down and tells me after I saw the prosecutor trying to sneak out of the building four, if not five times. And every time he comes down the elevator, I wave at him, you hello. And then he turn around and he go whoops and catch an attorney coming in and making small talk with him and go back up the elevator. Well, he did that about four or five times. And then he realized, I'm not going anywhere. So... He told his reception to tell him that he's doing depositions and doesn't want to be disturbed. And so I had the attorney come down and say, well, he's doing depositions, doesn't want to be disturbed. I'm like, well, go up there and file a motion to uh, dismiss on their inability to prosecute. And because the the, uh, prosecutor didn't come into that uh, judge's chambers there, then... the judge went ahead and granted it. He, he he fell under default mode. He could have kept it up there, but nobody, but nobody out of the, let's say, 200 witnesses that were going to testify, mm-hmm. all these uh, the CPS workers, you name it, you know, the council worker, you know, you name it, guardian light, none of them showed up. Good. You know? I mean, they were the ones that were screaming. But yeah. when it came time for the actual trial, they were not ready to deal with. And so that's how I want it. I want it on a default mode because the pro- that's the criminal case. But when it comes to the issue of getting my kids back, I ended up getting them to give me my youngest daughter. And they were like, we're going to give you a little piece of the pie and we're going to let you go home and enjoy it. Well, I kept coming back. And the more I came back, 
my oldest daughter decided she didn't want to be in there. She wanted to be with her mother. She wanted to be with her father. Even though that me and her mother was divorced and I was already remarried, she got along with her stepmother, and that was fine. And she didn't want to be in foster care. And so she got out, and the other one, uh, my wife's uh, daughter, my stepdaughter, decided she liked what the state was offering. And so she decided to stay in foster care until she aged out. So I got one back at home. That was my youngest one. She came home when she was four, and she was taken in when she was two. Okay, and then my oldest daughter, she decided she didn't want to be in the system no more. So she told them, she said, no, I want to be with my family, you know. Mm -hmm. And so she was able to uh, get the judge to agree to that. Now, do you understand how that works? That's good. Uh, I got a question for Melissa. Did she get that filed with the circuit court? Did she get a number on that case? Not well, yet. not yet. But we will be going up there. You know, yeah. I'd like to wait until we get uh, uh, these documents together and then get ready to mail them. That way we can do one trip to take care of a little bit of both. I go tomorrow. Uh, I knew you'd say that. <laughs> yeah. I'm no, just curious. I didn't, know, I, yeah, I didn't know if you, were, you did this already or not. Okay. Yeah, I did. I did yesterday. That's just like the other day. You wait a Monday. You want to go there, and I'm saying, "Well, we'll wait until Tuesday afternoon or Wednesday morning." And you went there on Monday, and the judge done fired off another order. You know. Yeah, but and she did that on Friday afternoon. Yeah. But okay. <laughs> you now, filed it on answer? Friday. What was your answer? Did you or not file the one the uh, into the Eighth Circuit, this new court, this new case, and did you you, yes. did, uh, you, you say you did you did do it, and then did you I get did. a case number? Yes, I did. No, they okay, they please. took it, they filed it, they gave it back to me. I got to go and find out the case number. I'll go tomorrow and find out what the case number is and if they've replied anything yet. Um, oh, okay. I can actually get on right. Alicorn and see this one now, but I have to pay for it, so I'll just go up there. Okay. All right. <laughs> Curious. Good. Good. That this is the one I was, I'm anxious to hear how they, they respond to that. Yeah, me too. Oh, yeah. I'm real anxious. I'm chomping at the bit. Yeah, I, cool. I got to excuse myself to get back in the house. The baby's been clamoring for me for the last hour. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm going I'm to right. head out, too. Uh, send me the information I need, Shorty, and um, you guys have a nice evening. Okay. Andrew, I'll let you know right. as soon as I hear anything. Okay, thanks. Yep. 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 Goodbye. Melissa, you want to stay on? <laughs> yeah. Stay on for a minute. I'm going to try to light my best phone.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.